Hola, hola chicas, ¿cómo están? ¿Cómo estamos? Chicas hermosas, chingonas, fuertes, inteligentes. And sometimes we're not feeling our best, sometimes we're feeling sad, sometimes we're feeling frustrated, sometimes we're feeling um, not at our best, but you know what? It's officially summer and we are ready to get that sun and just let that sun just sink in and just kiss our skin. And I am so excited, Rita, that it's officially summer. I feel like I'm, I'm just so thankful for this weather, like California, where we're at, if you're listening to us for the first time, we are located in San Luis Obispo County, which is right in the middle of LA in San Francisco. And so we are known for our beaches, for our wine region. We have great food. Um, also, we're known as like the, the Texas County of, of <laughs> California. California. It gets a little crazy here, but it's part of the excitement. Um, but it's been a lot cooler than normal, I feel. I mean, we've had our, our hot days. Yeah. But it's like, even like last night, it was cold. Yeah. I, and for people that are listening to this from a different state, um, we'll give you like the actual temperature because um, sometimes I share my temperature with people in the East Coast and they're like, whoa, that's like super <laughs> hot. But it was 80. Today, the high is going to be 87 and tomorrow 92 and the low is 53. So, yeah, it hasn't been that hot. Now, I don't know where you live, but here when it gets hot, we're talking about 105 right? Are you, but it cools hot down. You? Yeah, it gets hot, but it cools <laughs> yeah, down. It, gets hot. it's it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse. Like it, we're in Texas yeah. where my friend was telling me that oh, literally yeah. it's like 105 and then the cooling down is like 95 Oh, my and it doesn't goodness. cool down. So I'll take the good weather. So right now it's 92 in Texas. So it's cooler than Texas, but it the high was 98 today in Houston, Texas. Um, so yeah, it's not as hot as Houston, Texas. <laughs> or uh, humid as Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, like we're lucky. We don't goodness. deal with the humidity. Oh, my goodness. Good. Yeah. Or like Las Vegas heat, where it's just like, oh, just, oh, my God. Yeah. No, see, we're lucky. We, we are have very, it pretty good. We're very, very lucky. Yes. And well, we have the we have the beach, too. Right. So if it gets really hot, we go to the beach. While others are saying how awful California is. Yeah. And how expensive it is, which it is. Take that. You know what? I'll I'll go live in my little shed (laughs) and just be happy with my weather and knowing that women's rights are protected in the state of California. Oh, yes. Now we have a legislature that is not um, writing bills against or humanity on a daily basis. Or yeah, we don't have a we don't have a party uh, majority party in our state that is passing a bill to talk about both sides of the Holocaust, as mm-hmm. we have heard Ohio Republicans are doing. So yeah, no, we don't, we don't have that here in California. <laughs> yeah. Let us know yeah. if you're from California and you're listening to our podcast, yeah. where in California you live. We'd love yeah. to hear who's out there listening to us, interact yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, let us know where you're hearing, where you're listening from. Um, we did get a few messages on Instagram asking <gasps> us, Ooh. what had happened to us why we oh, hadn't recorded in the last listening. two weeks i know people were listening and wow. <laughs> the thing is that we recorded i think last episode was june 23rd of 2022 um 
and it was the day before Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. was overturned. And so obviously a lot has happened since then. It hasn't been that long, really. It's been like two and a half weeks, I think. I know, but it feels Maybe like three forever. Weeks. It does feel like forever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a whole different life before. <laughs> I know. It's like before, like two weeks ago, we had dinosaurs yeah. and yeah. <laughs> T-Rex and now the meteor came down and it's like yeah the end of the world yeah Yeah. I mean we've definitely gone back maybe 150 years in the last three weeks and it's just getting it getting worse and worse Um, but you know what um I think it's a good time to do our our mental health check-in because it's been tough right I think what's really hard with that is there's been I think as a society here in the United States, but also like around the world, Mm -hmm. we have, we've been having it tough, right? COVID was tough. And we're still like, even though we're getting back into the groove of things, we're still seeing COVID cases going up, right? We're still seeing friends or family members getting COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, My friend's little girl, who's I think five years old is dealing with COVID and she's Mm -hmm. not doing good right now. So prayers out to her, but um, so we were dealing with COVID, which was really hard, especially if you were um, a working poor person mm-hmm. or poor person. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, if you were like a BIPOC uh, folk uh, and then dealing with the social justice uh, yeah. issues. Right. And then, and, then, yeah. and then fast forward to two weeks ago, which we kind of already knew from the whistleblower. But I think it's one of those things where we don't want to accept reality until the news broke out, which was two weeks ago where we heard that the decision had been made. And as women, right. Um, this is something that hits home, especially I would say for our age range, Rita, which you and I are in our like prime of having children. Yeah. We're in (laughs) our prime. prime. (laughs) Well, some people, I think, yeah, in our prime of having children, Uh, but you know, we, yeah, we, we, as as fertile as it gets. Yes. Right. (laughs) And it's scary though, because you and I, along with younger women, (laughs) we are the most impacted by these decisions. Yeah. Right. Where, um, where I think what's, what's heartbreaking Rita is we see like extremists or, you know, very religious people celebrating, um, and one of the cool things that I have been noticing on social media is this questioning of what is pro-life? What yeah. is pro-choice? What does that mean? Does that mean we just care about the fetus or does that mean pro-life yes. mean we want children to have education, no. to have women, to have childcare no. for children to, to live in a home where their parents don't have to worry and be stressed out about working multiple jobs just to make ends meet no. and maybe have a little bit extra so that they can do something once a month. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Or sending kids to school without worrying that they're going to be mother, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I know that was a very tough topic. Because we also had Uvalde not too mm-hmm. long ago, and we're still getting more images, and it's been tough, man. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Wow, I wanted to listen to this podcast to like feel better," you will feel <laughs> better sorry. in a little bit. You yeah, you just hold on. Strap just, on to yeah. the roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> we're right now in the in the valley. Stick with us. Stick with us. But you know, it's it's been it's been tough. It's been tough, and I think it's just it just comes to show that. If you're feeling all of these emotions of 
hopelessness, sadness, mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. You are living, breathing. You know, we yeah. are human beings. We are, human. We, we are compassionate, right? That we yeah. can, although those were not our children in this, this elementary school, that we can cry and be upset that we may not be uh, women, right? And yeah. we're still seeing men mm-hmm. or they show up for us, you know, yeah. and those are all things where I think as much as terrible and sadness is happening in this country, in this world, mm-hmm. we're also being led to be more compassionate, right. And, yeah. and to come together in those moments of despair to say, you are not alone. I'm speaking up yeah. because it is true. I mean, I never fully understood silence as violence, but now I get it right. Like now is the time Oof, yeah. where we are seeing, we're taking mental notes of yes. who are the allies, who are the women and yeah. I really think that my biggest takeaway of all of this is for those folks that are feeling overwhelmed and hopeless. And I know it's like, please take care of yourselves. If you need to turn off the social media, turn it off, turn off the news, um, yeah. do something joyful, like step out in the sun, yeah. go and get that ice cream, go for a walk, go and hang out with your fur babies, um, go to the animal shelter, like volunteer your time. I know that's how I deal with that's my coping mechanism, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, Rita. Mm-hmm. I volunteer my hours where I'm able to give back to someone who might be in a worse situation than I am. But the biggest takeaway for me, Rita, is now is the time to get involved. Yeah. And uh, I, I've seen actually new organizers here locally that are um, putting together a sit-in to help um, people uh, who want to get abortions. Um and so what they're doing is very, I mean, it does take a lot of work, but mm-hmm. what, what they are doing is doing a sitting um, at a corner hearing or county, and um, they are asking people to fundraise or to donate um, for certain people that are, for the people that are sitting in to donate things like food and, and things like that uh, for new, everyone that's doing the sitting to call attention to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but also all the money will go to an organization that supports the um, traveling costs of people that want to get abortions. And huge shout out to, to everyone organizing. I yeah. mean, there's been, I know San Luis Obispo County, it feels like there has been a lot of traction. Yeah. There's been different speaking engagements, yeah. different things on a national level to see the network of women of coming together to, to find ways. Um, We're talking about women that might be in Georgia, women that might be in Texas, trying to figure out what is the plan and to see the sisterhood of women coming together. And I'm a big fan of mutual aid. I'm a big Mm. fan of, of you, you move in your power of doing, and you take care of one another, you create that community. And so as much as ugliness there, there is and sadness, also, I invite you to also focus on the positives, focus on, on the aspects of seeing people who don't even know each other, Rita, across the yeah. country coming together. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I've, I've, we, we are in July now, but June was a great month. Um, and I hope it continues th- throughout the year, but it was great to see the LGBTQ joy um, mm. all over the country. And you know, I think that's what you're saying is that right now, taking care of yourself, being happy, showing that joy, mm-hmm. building rather than destroying, but building up and coming together and organizing 
that is what's radical right now mm -hmm. because everything should be telling us to give up and, mm -hmm. and that was the goal right that's the goal of the people that are that are pushing for all these horrible things is that we give up is that we mm -hmm. fall into this state of despair that we don't believe in anything else if we become cynical and we just give up but that's that's what's radical about about mm -hmm. organizing about getting involved about showing your joy about taking care of yourself because it's mm -hmm. a marathon and um i am in awe of the joy that the lgbtq lgbtq community has been showing especially knowing uh the type of attacks that the trans community has mm -hmm. been uh witnessing and the even just the the ignoring of existing of trans people you know who do exist who are here and who are also being targeted uh, and right now being completely rid ridiculized um because they are they are being seen as not being affected by this abortion ban and mm -hmm. the overturning of Roe v. Wade, but they they are. Um, so shout out to all the non-binary people, to all the trans the trans community. Uh, you we see you. We know that you exist, and we're really I'm in awe of your joy and your mm -hmm. resilience. And it sucks. It sucks that it has to be this way. But um, mm -hmm. keep being radical out there with your joy yeah. because we need that. And I think just alone you being alive is radical, right? Yeah. Even just you showing up as yourself, not even opening up your mouth yeah. is radical. Yeah. Say, this is, this is who I am. Just and I being know, you, yeah. and I know that that can be tough. Um, and I think, you know, hearing from friends where they, they do feel saddened and hopeless. And there's times mm -hmm. of like, it's almost like we've been treading water, trying to keep ourselves above water now yeah. since two, since 2020. Yeah. And so now to, I think, I think the reason why this was another job, Rita, another hit to the stomach was like, just when we think things can't get worse, they yeah. managed to, to take that pivot. Mm -hmm. But I also feel, I, I also feel this Rita, right now. History is being made right now. Yeah. We are witnessing history being made in mm -hmm. this moment. So as a kid, I remember learning about the civil rights movement, opening up my textbook and seeing, you know, MLK marching and who was there yeah. and them getting arrested and, and being a kid and being like, I wonder if I lived in that moment, where would I be? What, where, what side what would, would you what, be doing? Would I be marching? Would I be yeah. at home? Would I be watching the news? Guess what? It's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. So you decide Yeah. and it can be, we've talked about this on other episodes. It could be you designing the flyer for the local protest. Yeah. It can be you bringing the donuts early. It could be you uh, just showing up just yeah. yourself. You don't need to bring anything. It could be you sharing that flyer on social media. It could you be saying, you know what? I can't make it, but I want to donate some money because I know it costs money to put on these type of events. It can be you showing up with your family, with your friends. Um, so there's just so many different ways to be part of the movement. So don't get trapped and thinking that you need to be up there loud and proud. Although yeah. that's you. Hey, power to you. Yeah. Uh, but don't be discouraged that there isn't a place for you because trust me, there is. Yeah. And like Joan Lewis said, uh, we might not have chosen the time, but the time has chosen us. So Beautiful. what can you what can you do from from your from your platform? I wanna. I'm happy that this week I, I did something that I'm really proud of. Um, I helped introduce a resolution through the San Luis Obispo County Democratic Party. I don't, I don't know if you even know Yesenia, but 
this Monday, uh, the party voted on a resolution uh, that was a reproductive freedom and privacy rights resolution. And it does, you know, the things that a resolution usually does just recognizes how dire the situation mm. is, um, salutes what the governor is doing, what the California legislature is doing, what our own Senator John Lair is doing by mm. co-authoring a constitutional amendment that would protect uh, access to abortions and contraceptives for California, mm. you know, recognize all of that but also commits to only, only endorse candidates who are champions for reproductive freedom and for privacy rights. I did see that. Yeah. And that is amazing yeah. because this is now the time that we can no longer take lip service. Yeah. We can no longer do performative acts. Yeah. Yeah. No more of that. We need to, this is a time where you got to walk the walk Completely. And be loud about it. I don't want I don't want you telling me closed doors. Oh yeah, I support. Obviously, I support. I'm, I'm pro-choice, mm -hmm. of course. And then going out there and not wanting to talk about it. No, mm -hmm. we want champions out mm -hmm. there loudly saying that they are for abortions and for mm -hmm. access to contraceptives. Mm -hmm. That's like that is the bottom line. That is yeah. the bar. Yeah. And so I'm really proud of the, the resolution got approved mm -hmm. unanimously. We had Planned Parenthood, Central Coast mm -hmm. Action Fund, um, able to talk about uh, the need as well. And uh, yeah, the community came together and voted for it. And uh, we're also, the resolution also encourages the California Democratic Party to take on a similar stand mm -hmm. because um, it's not just about local elections, but also a state and federal level, which um, we all have power. So if you are involved in any group, um, make that stand, put that bar, you know, put it in stone, get the signatures, uh, because I'm sure that you have more power than you actually, than you actually believe. Yeah. And as elections, as we're getting ready for elections in November, this is another opportunity to ask those candidates, where do they stand? Uh, do your research. Is this someone that is endorsed by Planned Parenthood? Is this someone who is, yeah. how much of an ally are they? Are they yeah. just saying, are they actually, you know, going out of their way to support women? In what ways are they showing up in the community? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so take action if that's what um, helps you. But if it's just, you know, sitting this one out and taking mm -hmm. care of yourself and mm -hmm. um, reading a book, uh, going on that trip or just focusing on work mm -hmm. on, or on your health or on your mm -hmm. loved ones, then that's it. But um, we do need people to join the movement of this radical love and radical action. Um, and that's just take, taking that just means taking action in the moment where we should all be falling into despair. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, speaking of that, um, the elections were certified here in Slocanti. So well, did that, you see did you see uh, what happened, though, with the Jimmy Paulding? Yeah. <laughs> so if you have been following what's happening in our county, we have had a three to two Republican majority in our county board supervisors and three seats were up for election. Uh, two Democrats were able to secure two out of the three seats. The third seat was um, 
a Democrat also was ahead, but they didn't get the 50% that they needed to win it here in the primary. So it's going to a runoff in November. Um, it is weird because a lot of people are saying, wait, we already voted for Bruce Gibson in, in June. Why do we have to vote again? He was he got the most amount of votes. That's just how election code is here in California. And if they don't get 50%, then it has to go to uh, a county, county race. It doesn't get 50%, it has to go to November. So, so there's still hope on flipping the county blue, but Jimmy Paulding is one of the candidates that did get elected in the primaries. And he was going against a <laughs> or Soraya from or, or Soraya <laughs> of the year last year, who was uh, Lynn Compton. Uh, she was awful for like so long. She kept repeating like Dominion machine lies and just things like that. It was awful, awful. Um, and she was one of the three Republicans that drew their redistricting maps in their favor, gave her a bigger advantage than she already had in her district. And she lost by like 600 votes. She did. And it's, <laughs> and it's wild. And I think it just comes to show, you know, huge shout out to Jimmy Paulding, who has been such a gracious yeah. candidate yeah he was there that camp was trying to drag him through the mud and yeah. just find everything and anything yeah. that could be associated yeah. with him yeah. or something anyone that had yeah, any to, relationship with just him, to drag him that just, said anything mm -hmm. about anything and he was so gracious even through it and he you know he would he would acknowledge those things and yeah. addressed it right away which yeah. i that so much respect for yeah him. And even after after the the votes had been official and everything, mm -hmm. he even thanked Lynn Compton. Yeah. Even, even in the midst of your opponent attacking yeah. you, openly attacking yeah. you. This is all on Facebook. Like yeah. it's all the receipts are there. There, there were ads. Still, ads. still yeah. he said, Thank you for your service, Lynn Compton. Thank you for you know having this race. And we move on. But then yeah. dun dun dun. What was yeah. the latest? Ah, uh, Team Compton um, is asking for a recount of votes and 600 votes, guys. 600, 600 votes, votes is actually a lot. It's a lot here. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it, it's it's a waste of time. And, you know, what usually happens is there might be like a one vote difference or something. And then they're going to be like election fraud. This well, is why we don't trust the results. Exactly. And I think this is why I'm also yeah. annoyed to Brita, which is the cautionary tale that we all have to take away from is yeah. that this is the same behavior we saw from yeah. the presidential election yeah. of Donald Trump and Joe Biden. This mm -hmm. is the same tactics, the same language, yeah. the same attacks the same that we people. saw on the, <laughs> on the national level trickling down yeah. that we actually get to see it in our own backyard. Yeah. And it's all to breed distrust in our election yeah. process. Yeah. It's that they know the, the results are not going to change, but they, and Lincoln is not saying absolutely anything. She's not going to like congratulate Jimmy, you know, any moment um she's she's just allowing this to happen she her team is asking for a recount and what is telling who knows how long it's going to take but 
um, what is telling. This this isn't, sorry to cut you off, but but this is, now I'm getting fired up. Now I'm getting frustrated. (laughs) Now I'm getting upset. This is such, like, what's crazy is the person who's actually asking for the count Uh doesn't even live in the district. What? Yes. It's someone from Paso Robles. So like mean girls moment. She doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go here. But like, I can understand if this is a constituent from the district that actually voted no in in the district this no. person doesn't even belong that district yeah. was not even up for elections like what the heck yeah it's it's <laughs> i mean the goal the reason why they're doing it so they're people this is not to convince anybody else this is to just drive the message to their people that elections cannot be trusted and that there must be something going on there and they're now dragging the county clerk recorder into this drama saying well she was on the ballot. So how is she counting votes? Even though, even though the county club recorder has always been an elected position. So there's always going to be the chance every four years that that person is going to be on the ballot. That's just how it's designed. And, and this candidate has completely recused herself from anything that had to do with her race. Right. So it's like, it's, it's crazy. They're just trying to you know throw anything to the wall that would stick right and i think that's what once again we're seeing those same tactics trickle from you know trump yeah where by any means necessary and i think this is where we need to speak up and just say no like we have we votes were counted like there was no shady business here like that's not happening here yeah and i want to add that I was an election observer for a couple of days at the county. Um, any any person can go and observe. Anyone that was supporting Democratic candidates, there were like one or two observers, right? Because mm-hmm. there's still COVID out there. The space yeah. is small. The county court recorder explicitly asked for only one or two people. Right. The Republican Party sent seven people at once. Oh every God. day almost the day that i was there there were six people from the republican party and i was the i was one out of two um i was the only one for like half a day and what happened is that they were taking so many notes about things that didn't even make sense they were just <laughs> writing their hands off just taking intimidation, notes though. yeah That's in, intimidation, complete intimidation though. and like and taking them taking note of numbers for random things that if you have any logic in your brain, you just are like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Like, why would you use that? And the other person that I was there with, we're like, what? Like, do you know something that I don't know? Like, why would that matter? And there was absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. And they had seven people for the entire month that the votes were counted and they still had nothing. There is nothing, no allegation at all other than just requesting a recount. And I can tell you that if you had seven people every single day observing the count and you have no argument that makes any sense, you have no argument at all, and you're asking for a recount, you're just doing it, you know, there's, you're just doing it just to drive distrust, like you said. There's nothing really. It's just trying to make something out of nothing. Yes. And, and yeah. to really make it seem like we cannot trust our democracy yeah and that's, that's what's really heartbreaking that yeah. even 
tying it a little bit to the insurrection hearings, mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing some of the right wing people that got suckered in to really believing that yeah. there was some sort of fraud or that the election yeah. was stolen. And so we have to be very cautious of those things because to me, Rita, those are some major red flags that yeah. although we see things on the news and we say, oh my gosh, that they literally have so, that's literally happening in our own yeah. backyard. So yeah. just be cautious and, and, you know, be continue to vote don't get discouraged you know november is going to be a big election as well and um especially for like the local race we still have an important race here for supervisor bruce gibson who will be on the ballot and other you know school board as well yeah so this is just my little you know soapbox if you are wanting to create change and feel frustrated about what's happening on a national level local elections matter, please start with your school board. We're seeing so many attacks, political attacks happening at our local school boards that this is an important race. If you don't know how to get started, please reach out to Rita, please reach out to me, reach out to that woman in your community that is actively engaged and trying to recruit people for a million and one things that she's doing. (laughs) Um, Reach out to them. This is the time. So there's place for everyone. Yeah. 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 So I want to get your thoughts, kind of moving into a different topic. I want to get your thoughts on something that is going viral, I guess, today. Um, Obviously, it has to do with politics, because that's what we're here for. Um, (laughs) But I honestly saw it, and I was, like, so confused. And then I listened to the audio, and I... I want, I know when you arrived here to record, I, I made you listen to the audio because you hadn't heard it, but can you share your thoughts on, and I'm talking about uh, Jill Biden going to San Antonio, Texas and talking to Unidos US um, and just talking about uh, the diversity of the Hispanic community and, com- and I guess comparing the diversity to, to different things, one of them being as unique as San Antonio tacos. Yeah. So I, first of all, I didn't, I didn't know that this was a thing like that. It upset people until I came here to eat with you yeah. and we're prepping to record and you yeah. played the audio for me. So and without, I didn't I, say anything. I just said, just listen to this. What do you tell think? Me, yeah, tell me what you think. <laughs> so, so Rita was not trying to brainwash me or anything like that. <laughs> She's like, let me. Well, I wanted to check my own biases because I was like, am I going crazy? And that's that's what we all should be doing, right? We should all be doing this. So please, please find a good. Not like you would be this, you know, (laughs) other side objective, completely against my views. But I did want to get your thoughts. So I did listen to the audio. And so people are offended that Jill Biden makes this reference to Thackles. And people are offended that the Latinx community is more than just tacos. And to me, I think it's really important to look at the context, look at where she's at, who is her audience. Mm-hmm. For those of you who do public speaking, mm-hmm. those are all things that we have to take into account. Yeah. Where are we? How can we tie this? How can we tie our message mm-hmm. to bring it home to the audience that is there? How, yeah. how can we make it feel personal? Yeah. And uh, I've been to Texas before mm-hmm. uh, once, and, and I, but I have <laughs> friends, right? Once, I've never been to, to Texas. <laughs> once to know enough that the Texan people, they love their Tex-Mex. 
They love, they love their queso. They love their food. And very similar to Latinos, we love our food, whether yeah. it be tacos, burritos, uh, arepas. That's 100% you know, true. We, we, we identify <laughs> with their food, right? Yeah. If I'm sad, if you bring me, uh, oh, yeah. If you bring me like pan dulce, hey, yeah. my mood changes, yeah. right? No, yeah. And, and tacos, like for me, I'm Mexicana. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, a taco is actually a symbol of pride. Like, yeah. that is something that I, if I invite you to a taco or I make you a taco, like that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not offended by it. And I think it's important yeah. to figure out the context. Number one, I think here's a, here's a situation where Jill Biden is trying to give a message and tie it yeah. in because she's highlighting different yeah. components. And, and to anyone that hadn't hasn't heard the audio before you go away to listen to it, I'm going to read to you what she said. She's talking about Raul, who founded... Uh, Unidos US is the organization where she's speaking at or for. And she says, Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, San Antonio, with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the bodegas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, is your strength. So the diversity is your strength. And she's mentioning all these different things. So I I guess people are saying like, well, we're not just the bodegas of the Bronx. We're not just the blossoms of Miami. We're not just the breakfast tacos of San Antonio. But I don't think she is she is putting anyone in a box saying you're only tacos. People, I think, are missing it, right? Yeah. When... Now I want to go and have those breakfast tacos. Now I, <laughs> let me go find out exactly. what is special about these tacos, right? Yeah. Like, Google is think, like, I think people are reading, increases people search are way too much into this. Yeah. My frustration is where those people that are outraged by what she did, were they also outraged when Donald Trump was calling Latinx hombres malos that we criminals, were criminals, rats, literally rats, cartel, you know, yeah. that, you know, we, yeah. Mexico was not sending yeah. their bags. They're going to come, like, they're going to come was, rape your women. Because the context of that was vicious and malicious. Yeah. The intention, Xenophobia. Right? Yeah. Whereas this, there was no malice. That's yeah. how I interpret it. And as yeah. someone as that's very like proud of my heritage, yeah. I don't see this as a negative. And I think this is the part that saddens me too, Rita. And we have to be very cautious mm-hmm. as Latin is that if she was if this was coming from a place of malice or Mm -hmm. to paint us in a negative way then I would be upset regardless of who Mm -hmm. it is right we would call her out for it but I also feel like this is why white allies don't want to speak they they're scared because it almost feels like they're walking on eggshells Mm -hmm. and to me it's one of those things where I think that what she was trying to incorporate, and this is the bad thing about being a public figure or writing anything on Facebook, people misinterpret what you're saying and people yeah. will take their spin on it. Yeah. To me, when I, when she's highlighting the bodegas in the Bronx, I'm thinking of how lively those neighborhoods are, how that's probably a pop and mom, pop yeah. and mom, mom and pop owned business. Yeah. When I think about the breakfast burritos, maybe you're greeted by, yeah. by someone who has been there for generations. Someone yeah. who's actually making their, maybe the handmade tortillas yeah. that they take pride in making you that, that taco. Right. Yeah. And so I don't look at it as negative. I think this is just that same propaganda, that same rhetoric mm-hmm. to really divide and conquer. 
Yeah, and I have actually seen um, some Latinos talking about it in like social media, and they were also outraged. But I, I that's why I made you listen to it without saying absolutely anything about it, um, because I was trying to check my bias. And I guess I, I also asked myself, would I be mad if a Republican had said this? Um, and you asked me that question, too. Yeah, and I don't even think it would have bubbled up. I said I would not have been mad. Yeah, no. And I wouldn't have. Yeah, I don't even think it would have, I didn't even call my attention from her. It, I don't think it would have caught my attention from someone else um, because I understand that she's saying that, you know, people are as unique as the San Antonio Tacos, who, which apparently are, are I'm going to expect they're very unique. I, I don't know now. about it. We need yeah. to go figure this out. <laughs> I know and I'm from South America in Peru and I didn't grow up eating tacos I didn't people ask me so you like tortillas because you're from Peru I'm like I'm, no I mean we do have corn but I don't think we eat tortillas in Peru I have never seen them until I came to the U.S. So you can appreciate a taco but I appreciate a taco I mean yeah. like you said I told I was telling people the other day that I was I, I was just in a really bad mood and Scott was like, All right, do you want to go get a, a smoothie? And I was like, no, I don't want anything. And he was like, Scott's my husband. And he was like, why? What's happened? I'm like, I don't like people right now. And he was like, why don't you like people? I'm like, I just don't like anyone. And he was like, okay, you're hungry. You want to go get tacos? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and so it just like, it just changes you uh, because food is that important to us, like you said. So I think she was trying to like get to people's heart. People at the event laughed. Yeah. Um, and Tex-Mex is like a huge deal for, yeah. for Texas. And this is the thing that makes me sad too, is people are forgetting the real powerful message that Jill Biden was touching on, which is Raul, who is the founder of Unidos USA. Yeah. And the fact that I love the, the, the last part of the clip that you played for me, that is uh-huh. when Latinos, when Latinx is united, mm-hmm. we are stronger. Like that message right there, like really y'all up in arms yeah. about the breakfast taco. Why are, why are we not taking away I'm that message? That point. Yeah. yeah. To be like, yeah, yeah that is yeah, true. I didn't, united. I didn't just play that part. I play like a longer version just so you could like identify what was the context yeah yeah yeah. and also see if anything popped and yeah and the thing is that Jill Biden has apologized about this and that also says a lot that you know I don't think there was a bad intention but she's like you know what obviously some of some people have uh felt like this was inappropriate for me to say Mm -hmm. and I apologize for it and for those for those that are up in arms and are offended like, I just want to make sure that you're offended by other things, too, that you're also yeah. offended when um, immigration issues come up, that you're yeah. also offended when we're learning about um, school board oppressing, you know, yeah. the brown acts or yeah. the Hispanic population, yeah. that you're also upset when we hear about tragic stories like the one in Texas with the 50 um, yeah. immigrants that were coming yeah. that died in, in Texas. Yeah. So I, my whole thing is like, look, you have the right to be upset and you can yeah. be upset, but just keep that energy going at, at the yeah. same rhythm of like real issues. <laughs> yeah. And put action into that outrage, right? Because I honestly, I'm, I'm getting tired of just the outrage with no action. And I understand a lot of people are like, well, I just don't know where to go, what to do. Dude, I moved here 10 years ago, 
my English was not uh, this good. Um, I knew no one. I don't have any family in this in this country. My husband is white, so I do have that privilege. Um, but I had to learn absolutely everything. And I, I am now the chair of our county Democratic Party. So mm -hmm. don't tell me that you cannot learn mm -hmm. how to do or how to how to, you know, figure out the system, especially if you mm -hmm. were born here. Mm -hmm. And English is your language. You realize this is not my language. You realize that the words that I'm saying right now are not actually things that I was born you know into but that's you know and i think that's the <laughs> the percept the why i love the latino latinx community is yeah. because look at all the different hurdles exactly. our community has, and nevertheless you still get people who who are business owners yeah who restarted their lives here restarted careers here yeah. um ran for office did all these amazing things like what you are you were able to accomplish too rita that you know, the excuses are no longer valid. And as much as, as much as you can learn things, I also invite you to unlearn things, yes. unlearn traits that are not uh, helping the community, unlearn, yeah. unlearn those biases, yeah. unlearn that, that perspective, that a privilege that you may have, yeah. right? Make sure that you're, this is, and this is my thing too. Let's, let's uplift um, Latino voices, which at the end of the day, that's what Jill was trying, that's trying to what do. That's what she was literally doing. doing. Right? Like, let's uplift, like, that's, that's, that's really showing up for BIPOC people. I'm now getting that's, mad too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really taking up space and being like, yeah. making it about Raul. And it's sad that here we have a Latino who is getting acknowledged by the first lady that yeah. has so much weight. Yeah, we're really going to damper this situation yeah. and be pissed off about that. Yeah. And yeah, and um, if I'm reading this right, Latinos U, uh, Unidos US is the nation's largest Latino civil rights and advocacy organization. So Jill Biden goes to this organization who deserves the, the spotlight by mm -hmm. the first lady mm -hmm. and is you know hyping raul say hey raul you you're you've done all these things you've recognized the uniqueness and people are like well why did she talk about the tacos i'm sorry i'm gonna feel like that's intentional <laughs> like you're really upset you you you're upset about that one moment i can understand yeah. if like if it was like racist right like that yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna make excuses for it it was, it was racist but yeah. this is not the case here the con let's yeah. read the room let's read the context of it yeah and recognize that this is where i get upset with people Rita, that <laughs> let's let's focus on take that rage somewhere else go show up at a protest yeah. if you have that much energy go and organize yeah. one and like you said if that was the bar you're setting that's good but let's keep that bar for absolutely everyone including yourself let's keep and not only for how we treat uh, latinos or the hispanic community but how we treat every community so let's keep that bar up i hope that you're keeping it up everywhere um of course the the gop was <laughs> quick quick of to course. jump to jump into this um, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, we saw an ink. We got a story. We saw an ink. We're going for it. The Dems, the Dems are racist. Yes. <laughs> and so they are selling a T-shirt oh, that Lord. says, not your breakfast taco. Uh, calmense, calmense y siéntense, yeah. por favor. <laughs> so if you go to the GOP Instagram account, uh, they have a... <laughs> 
a teacher that says, not your beautiful, not your breakfast taco. And of course, people have said, well, it should have been nachos breakfast tacos. <laughs> a missed opportunity. But it's oh like they God. just jumped on it. They're trying to make money out of sit it. Down. Yeah. Sit, sit down. down. <laughs> sit down. We have other things to be mad about. Literally other things to be mad about. Like January 6th hearings. But these people are talking about the taco war that was used in a speech when Jill Biden went to recognize a Latino organization. Now the real question though, Rita. Uh -huh. Do you like salsa roja or salsa oh. verde on your tacos? Okay, we're both going to say roja o verde at the same time, okay? It's, wait, wait. You don't know? I do know. Okay, I'm going to count to three and then okay. you're going to say yours and I'm going to okay, say okay. mine, okay? One, two, three. Verde! verde. Yay! <laughs> You know, I'm a little biased. My family's from, <laughs> from Michoacán. So most of the salsa verde has avocate. And Michoacán of is the world capital of avocados. So no I have to way. go for the green gold and oro verde. No, so. wonder, no, no wonder I like you so much. <laughs> is, it, is it avocado vibe? We can still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to ask for extra. Yeah. yeah, no. Oh my goodness. So, so Rita, leaving on a positive note, yeah. what is something joyful you are doing this weekend? For this you. Weekend. Joyful for you, but Rita. For me, I have two birthdays. Oh, nice. Um, I actually have three birthdays, but I can only go to two. <laughs> <laughs> First world problems. Yes. First world problems. One of them is for a, a friend of our family. He's turning, I don't know. 70 uh, he's gonna kill me i think it's 70 or something like that and then the other one's for a five-year-old oh i love that yes and he likes dinosaurs uh oh. so i got his gifts already um and then i'm also hoping that i can make it to a meeting with uh women from the women's march here in, in slow and our mm. community they're one of them got a new house and uh, mm. she just moved in so we're going to go check it out i love it yeah, I yeah. It, so very, and I'm also going, I have a goal of going uh, running this Saturday. Oh. I haven't done any exercise in the last uh, year. So um, I'm going to get back to it, I think. I hope. Yeah, that's just, the goal. Carve out that time, even if it yeah, is 20 minutes. Exactly. I think 15. I'm, yeah, Saturday morning, 30 minutes. I'm just going to go and go for a run. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What are you doing this weekend? I'm also going to a birthday party. Oh, really? Yes. So, so a five-year-old? No, it's some of you guys, if you're from San Luis Obispo County, huge shout out to uh, San Miguel Bakery. It's Rosie's birthday. Ooh. So Rosie has been an amazing Latina in the community. Um, her and her sister Carmelita own a business and they've been around oh, forever. What a sweet name. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's her birthday and she has been such an amazing person in my life. Um, and so it's her birthday, so we're going to go celebrate her. There's other friends' oh, birthdays. Nice. We're going to go celebrate them, maybe get some drinks. Nice. I feel like I really want, I really am craving happiness and joy, Rita. Yeah. And I'm making it happen for myself. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm reaching out to friends. Let's go do something. Let's go celebrate you. Let's just go and have joy. Like, oh, that's, that's so find, great. Find your joy. Find your happy. And, yeah. if, and if it's hard, figure yeah. what makes you happy. If yeah. it's, if it's going for that walk, do it. If it's painting, do yeah. it. If it's, 
you talking to a friend, do it. If it's Mm -hmm. you going to the park and just sitting there and people watching, hey, do it. (laughs) Hazlo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna do then. I like that. I'm gonna reach out to people and create those happy, happy moments and organize in between. Yeah, so that's a good a good place to leave it. Um, go get yourself some tacos too if you can this yeah. this weekend and send us a picture of you getting the tacos yeah well, yeah we'll and if we'll for some reason media. you live in san antonio or you know someone that lives in san antonio let us know if the, what these tacos are about because they sound delish yeah i want to see i'm going to check them out yeah. on social media i'm gonna google it too yeah. i hope the gop is also supporting this local business i'm assuming it's seriously <laughs> no they're not these these t-shirts are for them what the money's going for yeah (laughs) no the gp yeah right okay well thanks everyone have a good weekend and go find some joy Bye.